Alright everybody, we are back here for Hooked on Sports. This is a new episode. My name is Jonathan. Thank you so very much for listening once again. It is Friday, January 19th. Um, sorry I couldn't get to an episode today because I was working on other special projects, but um, I, I wanted to make sure I, I, I re- revealed my NFL picks for the upcoming weekend in the divisional round in the NFL. So we're going to get right to them right now. And look, I can't wait for for these games this weekend. We got CJ Stroud and Lamar Jackson. That's going to be a tremendous sporting event. It's going to be very cold though on Saturday. So it's going to be um in, in a uh, it's going to be a, 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 a fun sporting event there. Then we got the Green Bay Packers, who who demolished the Dallas Cowboys uh, um, on Sunday. Nobody thought that was coming, and 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 the and the Packers uh, p- played with confidence. So they were efficient. They played at a high level, and 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 they were able to uh, to find a way to win, win that game. Now. Um, uh, the, and the Cowboys uh, stu- stu- lose in stunning fashion. Um, so Dak Prescott's now two and five in the playoffs, and and how they're retaining Mike McCarthy. Um, I don't know how because because Mike McCarthy does not bring out the physical toughness and and the physical identity of the Dallas Cowboys need to get over the hump and get to Championship Sunday. By the way, it's it's now twenty eight consecutive seasons since the Dallas Cowboys went to the NFC Championship game, and, and that was the, also the last time they won the Super Bowl. So, uh, so that, 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 was, that was a disaster for, uh, for Dallas, and, and the ramifications of, of the decision-making that went on this week in Dallas is going to have ramifications for years to come. I, I, um, so, so we got Green Bay and San Francisco. I was speaking of Houston and Baltimore, that was a tremendous performance by C.J. Stroud. He, he made every single throw, made it look so easy. 45-14, to 14, that was crazy. But I, I didn't like the game plan coming out from from Jim Schwartz, the assistant uh, who, who, I, who would be my vote for assistant coach of the year in the NFL. He had great defense, but... But didn't adjust um, to what C.J. Stroud was able to do. And then we got a couple of delicious matchups on Sunday. First, we got the Bucks and the Lions. The Bucks destroyed the Philadelphia Eagles uh, on Monday night. I mean, I mean, the Bucks winning wasn't expected. It was just how uh, the the no show from the Philadelphia Eagles that that was the surprising part. And uh, and Nick Sirianni staying in Philadelphia. I mean, I. Um, because Nick Sirianni couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag, and the league figured that out. But after seeing uh, seeing uh, his replacements for Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon be so uh, be um, be no shows, and and of course Matt Patricia at the end. <laughs> uh, that 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 was a joke, and that was a punchline. Uh, um, uh, as well, so that 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 was a fiasco for the Philadelphia Eagles. The Bucks uh, uh, played exceptionally well; they dominated on both sides of the football. While the Lions are going to be hosting their second playoff game um, in as many weeks, and their second playoff game in 32 years, and and isn't it poetic justice that after the debacle, the 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 referee controversy controversy in Week 17, which gave Dallas the two seed and the and the Lions, the three seed, isn't poetic justice that the Lions get 
that that second home playoff game after all seeing the Cowboys lose but that was a great back and forth between the Lions and the Rams uh, Stafford was was tough and 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 of course um, Jared Goff uh, winning a playoff game for for the Lions and and is beloved by by the city of Detroit now after all those years going without one although I just disagree about the treatment they gave to Matthew Stafford but I digress. Uh, and then, then the game I'm most looking forward to this weekend is the one between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. But this time, the Bills and the Chiefs are going to be playing in, in in Western New York at Orchard Park after the last five meetings, including the playoffs between these two teams, all took place um, at Arrowhead. So, Patrick Mahomes, uh, I, I thought I thought the Chiefs played exceptionally well. I think the defense was excellent. Uh, they were able to run the football effectively with, uh, with with Pacheco and and Clyde Edwards-Helaire in in that game in my, uh, against the Dolphins and the and the in the Arctic Air in in Kansas City. So that so that was um, a dominating performance by the Chiefs and then the Buffalo Bills and 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 the, and the Bills of are. Um, uh, are are, are going to host multiple playoff games uh, as well. I I I, re I really liked the, some of the things I saw against the Steelers, in, including uh, Josh Allen's play, a 52-yard rushing touchdown, and then the Khalil Shakir touchdown to ice it, which was tough physical running, well, which I which I really enjoyed for um um watching the uh the physical toughness of, of that team. So. I'm really uh, uh, we have a, a a great great show a great showing as well. So it's it's going to be a tremendous sporting event. There's but listen, all the pressure is going to be on the Buffalo Bills uh, uh coming up on Sunday. They finally get a Bills Chiefs game at home. Patrick Mahomes is playing his first ever road playoff game after being uh after uh, playing uh twelve home games and three super neutral site Super Bowls. You know, I know we consider the. Uh, the the loss in neutral site game, but the Bucks were were at playing at their stadium, but it was technically a neutral site. But but I but um I digress. But um uh, but in in, in any in any event, uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing his first road playoff game. It'll be the first time that Mahomes is going to be playing in Buffalo in front of fans. The the, the last time he played was week six of the of the COVID shortened season of twenty twenty. Uh, where 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 fans weren't allowed to the stands, so so that that so that's gonna be some some fun stuff right there. So it's gonna be a tremendous sporting event uh event this weekend. Uh, some some of the best football you'll see all year, all all packed into a thirty six hour span. So very much looking forward to, uh, forward to it. Uh, the, the, some some of these scenes are gonna be playing with house money. So let let let's get right to it. So. First game on the schedule is the Houston Texans and the Baltimore Ravens, with the Baltimore Ravens favored by nine and a half points. Now look, the the, the way the Texans played on the um on Wild Card Weekend uh, is is just amazing. As I mentioned, with the um, so with with how C.J. Stroud played, making making all the big throws, but. 
I think there are some concerns with the Texans going into this game. First of all, the climate—it's—it's it's not going to be an indoor uh, indoor arena or indoor stadium. It's going to be—it's going to be an outdoors in Baltimore in the cold. So, so that that that's going to be a problem. Also, another problem is that I think when when you look at the eye test, the the Ravens were are were are the the, be, the best team I saw I saw all year. They they were they were dominant. They. That they can beat you in so many different ways on both sides of the ball, and also defensive coordinator Mike McDonald going up against C.J. Stroud. We saw that uh, in uh, in the Ohio State Michigan rivalry uh, for a couple for a couple of years, where so where um um so where where Mike McDonald's defense destroyed um uh, uh, de- uh de- destroyed um the Ohio State's teams with C.J. Stroud in them, so. That, that that that's going to be a, a a matchup to watch and 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 I, and I think you you look at all, all these all, all these things with Lamar Jackson and, and and I think Lamar Jackson knows it's go time. Of course, there's there's so much pressure on Lamar because the Ravens are the one seed. That, um, he 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 negotiated that big time contract extension during the off uh, during the off season. So that so that is why pressure is on him, but. So, but but when you look at the depth, when you look at um the, uh, the uh, look at the defense, particularly which has been so great, so th- there are no real weaknesses uh, I, I, um on defense. Of course, the offense is uh, is excellent. The offensive line I I really like. The the passing game uh, is improved, and that's that's a credit to Tom Munkin on and what he was able to do with that offense. So. Great, great job by everybody getting getting that um that team together, and 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 the Ravens are, are are a team that I feel like is destined for greatness. So I'm gonna take the Ravens here. I think they're gonna uh, they're they're gonna win. I think they're gonna win uh a pr- pretty handily. I think it's it's gonna be nightmarish for 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 the Texans with, in terms of matchups. So I'm gonna take the Ravens here to win the game, 27 to 13 over the Houston Texans and cover the nine and a half point spread. Now, by the way, in case you guys are wondering, I went I went four and two against the spread last week. I I hit on the, um, I hit on the Lions Rams. I hit on uh, Dolphins Chiefs, um, Steelers Bills and Bucks Eagles. I I lost I, I lost um, outright on. On Lions Rams and the other two games, so I am now 144, 126, and eight on the season against the spread, and I am 175 and 103 uh, picking the winners outright. Ju- just to make sure we uh, make sure you know uh, know that. Okay, so the San Francisco 49ers are uh, are favored by nine and a half points, taking on the Green Bay Packers. Now. I, I I think this is going to be a compelling game because look, all the pressure uh, is is on San Francisco and and and, the, and this Jordan Love story, uh, no no pun intended, uh, has has been amazing. Jordan Love what was simply dominant. He he completely torched the Dallas Cowboys in uh, in in every single way. Um, he, he kept kept them off balance. So Matt Matt Lafleur d- did a wonderful job with with this team and. And and I think he he and he wound up getting some coach of the year consideration as well with all all things being considered the pat uh, and and all that the the defense has been playing excellent the so they they've been running the football effectively with Aaron Jones his tough physical nature of of running the football so so I think that that that's been a, that that's been a major positive. 
So and 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 I and I do think the Packers will be able to, to stay in this game, but I do think the San Francisco 49ers are are, are, are on a heater right now. The uh n now again we'll, we'll we'll have to see how Brock Purdy shakes off the rust because because since the since the 49ers clinched the one seed and they put everybody in bubble wrap, the Packers have played three games since since a 4 p.m. Eastern on December 31st. So I think that. It is is a is a big factor here, uh, all all things being considered. But I I think San Francisco is, is going to squeak one out. I I think the Niners are are are, go, are going to are going to figure out something on the fly. I think they're they're going to win the game in the fourth quarter with with with, with Brock Purdy and, and and company, and and it's go, it's just simply going to be um a a a a, a a thing to behold here when when you look at it from a a San Francisco San Francisco perspective. I think it's going to be a classic game. I uh, both both teams have amazing cultures. Both teams are are well coached, but but I think the 49ers are going are going uh, are going to find a way to uh, to cool off the red hot Packers uh, just in time. I'm going to say 31 to 27. Give me the 49ers to uh, to take down the Green Bay Packers. What I think is going to be a classic in San Francisco. The the Detroit Lions are six and a half point favorites at home, taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, I I, I think this is going to be uh going to be a really the delicious game as the undercard to Bills Chiefs uh on on Sunday. And look, I, I th there are things with the Buccaneers that that I really really liked, especially. The way they dominated and suffocated the Philadelphia Eagles, and why were they able to do that? That they were able to get after the quarterback. They were able to get after Jalen Hurts. They were able to uh, to to um, uh, have him throw under duress. Have, have um, that they they got three sacks on him uh, with that uh, with uh, on that elite offensive line, which I think was which, which I think was impressive. So, but, but also the way Baker Mayfield has played, and Baker Mayfield is going to get is is one of the front runners for comeback player of the year. I never thought I, I never thought we'd say this, but so but Baker Mayfield was uh, kind of was like the victim of his own circumstance in in Cleveland in a way, and and I think he's uh, he's he's making a lot of throws. He was see twenty eight touchdowns, ten picks during the regular season, and 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 and. He, and and he was he was able to uh, to 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 slice and dice the horrendous eagle secondary now, but uh, and I think that's going to be a weakness for for the Lions as well. Their secondary, but I think this is what what it boils down to. I I, I think the Lions are are going are, are are the better team. I think the Lions will be able to get just enough pressure on on Baker Mayfield in the fourth quarter. I I think when you look at Aiden Hutchinson being uh, uh, being be, be, be a a, uh, a playmaker and, and I and I think this is the type of game now. I I know that that the Lions have the coaching advantage uh, in this game uh, because I don't because I don't know about uh, Tobbles in uh, in game in, in game close decisions, but I, I think this uh, this uh, this is gonna be uh, the, the Lions' time to shine, and I think they're gonna uh, they're gonna find a way to get get past the Bucks uh, here. And what I think is gonna be a, a a good game. Now, I I the running game has improved for the Bucks. I think their defense has improved uh, since the last time the two teams met. So, so I, I I'm gonna pick the Lions by a field goal over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think six and a half is a lot here. So I, I'm gonna pick the Lions to win. 
I I I think that I think they have the offense advantage. I think uh I, I think uh they have they have the offensive line advantage in this game. So, so I think th those things matter here, but it's it's going to be a classic. I'm going to go 30 to 27. Give, give me Detroit over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And finally, this is the game that I have been waiting for all, all weekend long. We got the Buffalo Bills favored by two and a half points at home, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I, 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 I uh, there were a lot of things to like about about Buffalo that down the stretch here. They they knew they had to win every single game uh, just to win the division, just to make the playoffs. And and I now I picked the Bills to win every single time, and I was right, including the the Kansas City game. Uh, but although it would would have been a lot different if Kadarius Tony followed procedure, uh, uh, on 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 that play on that uh, play in the fourth quarter, which was a wild way to lose, uh, that that game. But I am concerned about about the Bills uh, about the Bills linebackers being healthy. I'm concerned about the Bills' uh, secondary being healthy, and and, and I and I'm concerned about about, about uh, going up against this Chiefs defense. Now, I don't think the Steelers the, the the Steelers defense was simply had no chance without T.J. Watt. I think if T.J. Watt played, I think uh, the, I think the Steelers would have been able to cover a ten point spread last week. But but this is an exceptionally coached defense. On, on, uh, under Steve Spagnuolo, this, this is uh, the, the type the type of game where uh, that that feels like the Chiefs are, are, and their championship pedigree are are going to swipe uh, a game uh, in Buffalo. They have major head coaching advantage. I know Josh Allen has had the better year than Patrick Mahomes, but still giving Patrick Mahomes over any other quarterback in the league and. And Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest postseason performers in the history of the NFL. He, he he's up there. Uh, he's um, he is a ten. Uh, he's won the ten of his twelve games against AFC opponents. I know this is going to be on the road. Some, but but I I think with, with I think uh, what with the the Bills' injuries problems are going to be where his two most reliable weapons on offense are going to be with Travis Kelsey and with uh, Rasheed Rice. And I think Mahomes, if Mahomes sees that that they can't cover those guys, and let's face it, Rasheed Rice has been one of the fifteen to twenty best receivers in the NFL since the since the middle of November. Um, all things considered, being the number one wide receiver for um, for Patrick Mahomes, which I which which I didn't think Rasheed Rice's name never uh, never entered my list. I thought it was going to be Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony being. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is number one wide receiver target, but it turned out to be Rasheed Rice, and he's been great, and and and, and all of that. So, g g give give me the Kansas City Chiefs to march into Buffalo, to lovely Western New York, and knock out knock off the Buffalo Bills. So uh, because because of the championship pedigree with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And Steve Spagnuolo and Chris Jones, all all of those guys being be, being involved here matter. Now, I I I think you look at um what what the Bills are, are able to do offensively. Now, I don't know if the the Bills are going to be able to run, to run the ball as efficiently on, on that Kansas City defense as they would against the Steelers because because again without without T J Watt it's it wasn't. 
a real functioning defense. So I, I'm I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Chiefs. The, I, I the Chiefs were my preseason pick to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you uh, you can't. It is so hard to pick against Mahomes in the playoff game. I it's tricky it's tricky to pick against Josh Allen. Now I, I, every single game except except last year's divisional playoffs, I correctly uh, picked um um. Uh, who who is gonna win? Who, who is gonna win a, a Bills playoff game? And I I picked the Chiefs to beat the Bills in that in that with that thirteen seconds game. I I, I picked the um and and all that. So give me the give me the Kansas City Chiefs to march into Buffalo and knock off the Bills. I'm gonna say in a classic, Chiefs twenty six, Bills twenty three. And so that's going to do it for this quick edition of Hooked on Sports. Uh, I hope you enjoy all the games this weekend. We'll be back here next week to discuss everything that happened, everything with the with the um, with the coaching carousel in the NFL. By the way, Bill Belichick is meeting with the Atlanta Falcons for a second in-person interview today, which is a gigantic deal. And 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 I think the I think the Falcon, the Atlanta Falcons, are headed in the right direction. So. Well, and also Jim, uh, Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the, with the Chargers, which I think is which I think is fascinating as well. So 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 on, on those accords, this is Sean Flynn. I'll be back here on the podcast. So until then, stay safe and stay warm, everybody. So long.